Happy New Year, everyone. It is now 2017, the what? year of Star Wars' Shit. 40th birthday, as well as my own. But Star Wars comes first in May. Uh, which, I gotta say, uh, well, we'll get into it in a little bit. But um, <laughs> let's do the introductions before I get too deep into this, because it's been a while since we've been with you guys. I am Daniel Villalobos, and to my right... Kyle Bound. And eating dinner, as always. Joshua Potter. When am I not eating? It's, yes. You always need to be eating. Unfortunately, right? we are once again one nerd down. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Mr. Moorhead is, is not here today, but it's okay because he's working for... Are we, can we mention who he's working for? I don't know if we I don't can. Know. He's, okay. working for he's working cool. for someone really, really cool, really yeah, important, yeah. and someone who has worked on Star Wars. So yes. uh, yeah. that is very... Obviously, that is that could be so many damn people. Let him, <laughs> he can reveal who he's working for. We'll let him do it. But you guys will be excited because we are excited for him. Um, mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, I like, really like this person's uh, past projects. So... Yes. Yeah. Playing the pronoun game too. We don't know if it's a man or a woman. Ooh. Anyway, so, um, so I, let's get this out of the way really quick because I'm just going to start crying. Uh, there was obviously uh, huge deaths once again. 2016 has to have been a banner year for for icons, at least from mm-hmm. our childhood. I mean, yeah. so many people passed away that we grew up with. I mean. I mean, I mean, Alan mm-hmm. Rickman, obviously, <laughs> and people with the Allens, Alan Thick. I mean, yep. uh, Prince yeah. died. I mean, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. There's, the yeah. list is huge. But yeah. it's but awful. In the last, the last week and a half, we lost George Michael, mm-hmm. Debbie Reynolds. Yes, and the one who looms over them all, like so many Death Stars over so many planets. Oh, ouch. Yes, yeah. Miss Princess Leia herself, Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds' daughter. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which uh, I'm sure most of you out there know, uh, Carrie died the day before her mother. Her mother died literally almost 24 hours after. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was the next day. Uh, yeah. She had a stroke, and I, I mean, I'm not yeah. going to say she died of a heart heartbreak like George would probably say in the Star Wars movies, but <laughs> I don't think it helped <laughs> medically. No. She was fine. Yeah. Well, and what I she what just I refuses like is... to live. What was the line? <laughs> that was one of my worst. Her kids things. are not enough yeah. to live for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, George. What the. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, there was there was a quote from Carrie's daughter, uh, and it, basically she just said that, and this is not an exact quote, but right. yeah. um, just said that, yeah, Debbie went to be with her daughter, wanted to be with her daughter more yeah. than anything else, because they had a very tenuous relationship. They did, but they, they got they well, got they got a lot closer towards the end. They did. The no, other, absolutely. yeah, one 20, really years. funny like I don't remember if it was a tweet or somebody who can speak to this, spoke to this in a humorous way about uh, that this was sort of uh, her mom's final, like, upstaging of her <laughs> to die the next day to sort of steal her thunder one last time. You know, it's funny that you say that both Carrie and Debbie would laugh at that joke. I believe That's so. Yes, yeah. because that was that was sort of a running commentary that on is a lot very of Carrie Fisher's that is that is very discussions clever. of her family and her... I mean, that's the thing is like yeah. Debbie Reynolds is is a Hollywood icon in the sense that like absolutely she, she was old Hollywood. She she hung out with the Rat Pack, you know, glamorous class I mean, act. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was a she was you know five tool. Like she did theater, she did dancing, she did singing, uh-huh. acting. Uh, missing one, obviously. I said five tools. Other stuff. Other stuff, <laughs> etc. The other uh, tools. <laughs> but 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 Carrie Fisher. At least to our generation, especially these three men in this room, yes. and including Moorhead, who's not here, she—I mean, she's the first woman I ever loved. Like, like I mean, outside of obviously familial love, like with your family right. and sister, your sister, and your mother, and cousins. But she was the first crush, the first thing, first 
thing I fell and fell in love with. Like her Han Solo and, and Princess Leia's love story is still my favorite. It's my first love story, and it's uh-huh. still my favorite. And I remember at that time uh, when I started be- realizing I was a man and she was a woman. And it had to have been Jedi, you know, in that gold bikini. Mm-hmm. So uh, eight or nine years old, ten, ten years old, I'm starting to figure out what's going on here. And I go out and I try to find every Carrie Fisher movie I can. And she was fantastic. Like, she was in the Blues Brothers and yeah. she was great. Um, I yeah. loved, She was always fun, good as the friend and like, Drop Dead Fred. And mm-hmm. uh, When Harry Met Sally, obviously, a yeah. fucking yeah. classic movie. And one thing people don't realize about Carrie Fisher, she was such a prolific writer. A script oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, she's... Yeah. There's so many scripts out there that her name is not on that she yeah. did. Like, I just read, uh, what was it? Oh, my God. She she did, like, almost, oh, no, that was somebody else. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. That was somebody else. But she, there was a couple she of rewrites. stuff, though. Yes. There were a couple of rewrites she did where the, the screenwriter has come out and said, that script is almost all hers, yeah. even though my name is the one on it. So, you know, I don't know. But... Um, you, you gentlemen have me that. What I, is, I, I could talk about oh, her no. for the whole hour. Yes, yeah, so. right here. And, right. and we can, we'll talk about her more on the escape pod. Yeah, when Josh is here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my, my favorite thing about her is while she started as, as a pop culture icon, she kind of transcended all of that in, I, I would say, in a good way. Um, yeah. I mean, she had a lot of problems with, with drugs and with um, just just abuse and, and everything yeah. else. And I'm not I'm not saying, like, physical abuse necessarily, but just... Her she, own personal emotional abuse and and she starts smoking just, weed at like thirteen years yeah, old. Really. Yeah, but yeah, although she, although she that's but child. the thing about that it that's not that uh, that's not that uncommon. No, thirteen fourteen is where a lot of people do first trying start trying it, but but she kept going. Yeah, <laughs> and and the the great thing is, and she she was always she developed this really great um, candor with fans, but she was also really blunt and honest and candid with them too. I mean. It, it got to this with point where anyone with, with not anyone, anyone not just fans yeah. not just yeah. fans but with Carrie anyone. Fisher became like I, whatever's coming out into my head come right out of my mouth yeah very outspoken <laughs> and that's great I think that you know it, we there is such a such a problem still in Hollywood with starlets and female stars that you you get you get these men you know in the industry or whomever else that look at them in one way and they don't care if they're necessarily the best actress or or anything else. That was part of the problem with Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad. A lot of people spoke out about that. Like, oh, well, she's just being used as this sexual icon versus the fact that she's a really amazing actress. Carrie Fisher is a really amazing actress, too. And, I mean, she mostly did cameos after after Star Wars, but... I mean, no, she was... She, I mean, not, I not everything, but... I think she worked steadily but, through the 80s, and it was... I think the 90s, things started kind of drying up, but that's... Yeah. But that's when she started transitioning more to being a writer. A writer, yeah, so. and she... The but she still she's, showed she's, up in, like, Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back. Sure, yeah, 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 sure. No, she still and worked. Power, yeah. And she still worked, but she, she was yeah. a little... She was a little... She was a little choosier with her roles. The, yeah, and, and were, she, but But there also... I'm sure there wasn't as many... Attractive yeah. ones. I mean, right. she felt she felt prey to what many women in this business, unfortunately, do. She just got older. Yeah. She you know, aged. She How aged. Dare she? And it's it's so it's so rare to be a Mel Streep or a Susan Sarandon or a Diane Keaton. Just for, they just keep getting amazing roles. However, the roles they keep getting are like mothers and grandmothers. Like they don't. Yeah. They're not yeah. still not as varied as they should be. Yeah. Although we're changing. Is, a, we're getting better. Is, we're get, I'm, we are I'm interested better, in the young Pope, though. Yes. With, yeah. Uh, Hell with, yeah. Uh, what's her face as like a like nun? The, yeah, she's like the yes. mother superior yeah, or whatever. Like yeah. That's oh, really that's great. dude. I can't yeah. wait for that show. Um, um, no, what? I was I was listening today to when I was driving back from a meeting to Kevin Smith 
uh, Smodcast, the latest one, where he talked about Carrie Fisher and working with her on James and Bob Strike Back. Mm-hmm. And he's got a bunch of stories about her. It's worth a listen. Go check it out. I will. But one of my favorites is she asked to be paid for the movie. She didn't want money. She wanted them to buy her these two, like, I guess they were, like, beaver skin chairs <laughs> that she had been eyeing. Interesting. And when Kevin Smith asked her, like, so what's up with these, like, beaver chairs? And she's like, well, given the movie and given the role and given the scene, I figured that being paid in beaver was appropriate. (laughs) And for those of you who've seen the movie, um, that's hilarious. For those of you who haven't, I will not spoil it. But go watch it. Even if it's just that scene. That's fantastic. She lives her life by the book. By the code. By the book. book. (laughs) Oh, you live your life by the book, too? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, No, I... I, Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Potter. What I was getting at, too, with my my point was just... um, she is, not only was she an icon and a beautiful young actress, she became a beautiful person, um, just in general, with her outspoken quality and her willing willingness to talk about her life, her mistakes, her choices, she, whatever you want to call yeah, them. She was, she was a champion um, of addiction because she was like, hey, look. Absolutely. You can get through shit. And, and she's very through it all. She, I mean, I think she's a she was a very smart and educated and, oh, yeah. and wise Brilliant. woman and Brilliant. hilarious. Like, what a funny person too. Oh, yeah. like, I'm just. Gonna, I mean, that's it. Like, I, even though half the time I didn't understand her tweets because she did in those weird fucking symbols because she wanted us to <laughs> decipher what she was saying. But wow, I'm gonna miss that so much. Like, I love watching. I love watching her and her dog. And oh my god, that poor dog, Gary Fisher. Gary <laughs> Fisher. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you fell in love with her at first because she was Princess Leia. Yeah, and of course you did. Yeah, but then, you know, you respected her in in a different way and loved her even more uh-huh. as she got older, and you started sort of listening to her. Yeah, uh-huh. as as Carrie Fisher, not Princess Leia. I gotta say this though, I I just hate. I always planned on buying her book. I just hate that now I'm buying it after she dies. It just doesn't feel. It feels like, I mean, even though I always had the intention of buying it, it just feels like, you know, all those idiots who had to throw American flags on their cars after yeah. 9-11. It's like, well, you know what, man? That should have been on your on your car anyway, before, beforehand. Yeah. Not just I, I do wonder so just, if, and I'm going to have to look this up, like, right now just to see, um, if there's an audio book. Oh, please. If there is oh. and she read it, I am buying it for 100% yes. sure. It says, uh, The Princess Diaries, narrated by Carrie Fisher and Billy Lord. That's her daughter. Yes. That's her daughter. Yeah. yeah. Mother I, daughter. Am definitely okay. re- I am definitely buying that. Fuck yeah. That's Thanks, great. Kyle, for looking that up. Yeah. yeah good call. Uh, last thing on Carrie Fisher, because we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get we'll get into her again, obviously, when we have an escape pod, because uh, we have lots of Star Wars to talk about, but we want sure Josh will. to be here, too, to discuss those things. So, but one last thing. And then somebody else said this, and I thought it was pretty I'm cool. I'm going to have one last thing after okay. your last thing. We'll, I might we'll, have one last just, thing after we'll his last thing. We'll all have one last thing. Last <laughs> Three last things. My, wow. la- my last thing is, <laughs> and, and I'm stealing this from someone, it's pretty cool that Carrie Fisher got Meryl Streep to play her in a movie. Postcards from the Edge. I don't know if you guys know this. Yeah. Yes. Autobiographical yes. movie. Like, it's like it's it's not even, like, loosely based. It's her life it's with Debbie direct. Reynolds. Yeah. And it's uh, it's it's uh, Shirley MacLaine as... Uh, as their, their names aren't Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. No, but, but, but in the Debbie Reynolds, yeah, in the Debbie Reynolds yes. role, and then a Meryl Streep in the Carrie Fisher yes. role, and it's it's. I saw it when I was a kid, and and I I didn't quite get it as much because I was so young. But when right. I saw it as an adult, I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, I need to watch that again. Watch it again. I'm going to watch it again, too. I need to revisit it. Yep. Kyle, what was your last thing? Um, my last picture? thing, and I just checked, it is still on HBO Go, Wishful Drinking. Oh, I wanted to see that. Yeah. <laughs> it is brilliant and amazing. It's her, like, one-woman show. It's an hour. It's entertaining. It's amazing. And How many it's years very ago was insightful. that? It was, like, three or four years ago. It right? was a few years ago. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a little while ago. But it is so worth watching, and she is. it's just everything that is amazing about her you just know, shines through. I'm wondering I'm wondering and sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Potter, but no, I'm just no, having no. this thought here. Does this count as two last things? And it, this is probably it's the fourth last yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the fourth last <laughs> thing. It's Carrie Fisher. She deserves as many last things <laughs> yes. as we can give her. Um, but that's true. I and this is maybe me selfish like cuz I I I don't know how involved she was going to be in 9, but I would assume she would be in that. However, there, there has been rumors that there has been shots of her like lying on a hospital gurney or something or some kind of thing where she looks like she's injured. Possibly dead. Uh-huh. Do you think? What do, you, do you guys think that maybe that they'll give her some kind of death in this in this eighth one now somehow off screen in some way? Please don't CG it. Even though I had no problem with the Rogue ones, which we'll get to that at some uh, in the Escape Pod. But yes, please don't CG a, a, a Leia death scene. But I don't. I don't think they will CG it. Or do you think they'll leave her alive in the universe? Uh, I honestly, I'm okay with them. Do it a Paul Walker style. Killing, killing off some of. I mean, they have to. We, these these characters are are aging in conjunction with their characters, and I think it's the right time to do it. And I know we were all sad about about Harrison Ford uh, taking a bullet yeah. or, or a lightsaber, you know, whatever you want to <laughs> whatever you want to say. A lightsaber and then falling into a, a sun that is forming. that is exploding. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. they wanted they wanted for sure for everyone to know like, he is he's fucking dead. dead. <laughs> he's not coming back. There's no um, coming back from this. So yeah, I mean, honestly, the only one I can see making it through all three movies at this point without dying is Luke. But see, I didn't what, think but I so, think, but now I think he does. I, I thought I I was certain Luke was going to die in nine. He, he might. He might. They but might what if still. They what, if, what if what if that was always the plan? Kill off one each movie, too. That that I don't think they killed her. Anymore. Was know. she flying back from finishing eight? I know she finished eight. No, no, no. She was okay. on, she was on her book tour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was on her book tour. So. Yeah, but they wrapped. I thought they wrapped principal yeah, they photography before they that. Her. Oh, so. guys, oh god, Potter, I'm skeeping interrupting your last thing. No, no, no. Did you guys see that wonderful picture from Oscar Isaac of her, her and Mark Hamill on set? Yes, no. I saw. You should look it up yeah. right now. Look it'll, it, look it'll, it up. It'll get you teary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Already it's, teary. But it's, it's nice. pretty amazing. It's a really great picture. But yeah, that, but that also got me excited. Does that mean they share a scene together? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it doesn't right? necessarily mean. They, I mean, they could have just been on set the same day, but. <laughs> yeah. Please, one scene, at least between brother and sister. And oh my, how, oh my god, the fucking tears are going to fucking flow if that scene does happen in the movie. And, and, and I mean, can you imagine think, the cheers she's going to get when, well, in, in episode eight? Uh, she got, go she it? got cheers oh, in Rogue One at the end, even though it was I, a digital I face. <laughs> I clapped. Yeah, yeah. I clapped, I mean, I clapped even harder the other night when I saw it again because it was, it was the day she died. <laughs> right. We went to go see it that night. Or nice. It might have been the day after. Okay. But either way, like, I mean,. Anyway, well, yeah, I can't wait till we t- have the escape pod. I, I'd love to talk about it. I mean, we can discuss it more. I, I think they have to have yeah. at least one scene in eight where Luke and Leia are together. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it. I, yeah, I think that, they that, have I mean, to they're both, they're both the in costume. Time. So. Yeah. I mean, he's got to come back in eight. Yes, like, even that's if it's the not until the end of eight. Like, yeah. It's he's got to come seven, back. So, yeah. So, um, Potter, go ahead and do your last thing so we can get my, to some of your knees. My last thing is kind of a two-handed last thing. So Okay, so... It's fifth and sixth. Fifth and sixth. Yes. <laughs> Can we stretch it to seven? No, uh, no, 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 no. 
we can we can I'll say about it. If we can say think it. of something. We'll give him the seventh. But um, so it. one of my favorite, my other favorite, uh, Carrie Fisher quotes, and it's it's from the Empire of Dreams documentary God, that they that did. Documentary. I thought you were going to say Empire Strikes Back. No. <laughs> well, there's so many. We can we can do favorite Princess Leia quotes from Star Wars on the Escape Pod. I think That's that'd be a good quotes, good thing like to do. It. Yeah. Uh, so she's being interviewed just in general about her life and career during and right after Star Wars in this documentary. And if you haven't watched the Empire Dreams documentary, it, it came on the Star Wars trilogy. It should, I think it's still with the Blu-ray release so. and stuff too. I saw uh, that. I, I have every version of Star Wars that I've ever bought. So. It's so good. Even the cassettes. Yeah. Oh, same here. Because Han shot first, and I will never ever let that go. Although they did, re- they did release a DVD that had. That transfer on there—it's a really mm-hmm. shitty transfer, but it's it's the original movies with no, yeah. with That's no true. special effect. There's That's no true. special edition. I think ups. I think Disney will get around to that eventually. I don't think they will because the no. problem is because Fox owns it too. That's the biggest mm-hmm. fucking hitch with it because Fox yeah. owns true. the first movie. That's so true. anything you do to the first movie, you got to give them shit. All right. Well, anyway, regardless. Anyway, so <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's a fascinating documentary. It's worth the time. Um, and they go through each movie, and so she's talking about it's also how online if you don't have it is. Blu-ray yeah, somehow. that's true. That's true. Um, Crazy people. You. <laughs> so um, yeah, they're interviewing her about the marketing and the merchandise and all this stuff, and she's talking about how yeah, I mean, I never thought I would be on a T-shirt or a Pez dispenser mm-hmm. or this and that. And she keeps talking about how I, I owe George Lucas every time this happens, and then she finishes with, and honestly, every time I look in the mirror. I owe George Lucas a buck. <laughs> it's like yes. it's fantastic. Yeah. Like it's just it's that that is, that is her one. that is her humor, and it always makes me laugh when when I hear her say that. Um, and so my thought on that is she will now always. I mean, even before Disney owned these movies, uh, she was my favorite princess, and now I can say she will always be my favorite Disney princess. Too. She will always be royalty. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Me, she's I, I am I am with you on all that and I, I yeah she's my favorite Disney princess my favorite mm-hmm. princess ever she is my princess mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. love you Carrie rest in peace uh, I hope there is another side because I'd love to see you again anyway um, all right so let's move on to other nerd business uh, yes I am gonna do I'm gonna do a personal anecdote really quick or just a little oh, over yeah. the break sure. I went to all Hawaii. Right. Over the Christmas break. You sure did. Um, we were there for like 10 days on Oahu. Ah. And things I didn't know about Oahu. Speaking of the other side. Uh-huh. I knew I, di- I knew that Jurassic Park was filmed uh, in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And lost. I did not know when I got there that... Yeah, if he said lost, I would have slapped him. That he didn't know. I didn't know like what parts or how much of Jurassic Park. Um, but the we took a helicopter... And we saw Jurassic Falls, is what they call it. The waterfall where they land yeah. at the beginning of Jurassic oh, yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We saw a bunch of stuff from Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. But the the sort of nerd movie highlight was we did this ATV tour through this old like sugarcane plantation. And they took us to the spot where Indy, at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark, swings into the water to get to the seaplane, waiting for him. And nope. yeah, so I was there. That's pretty special. I think you. Yeah. It, it seems like did great. you post something about that, or did you tell text us that? I think I may have texted you that because yeah. I swear, yes. like that, that sounds from like you told us that about yeah, that. Yeah, you and texted I was like, oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah, that is yeah. pretty cool. So that was. I uh, hate snakes, Jock. No, I I for the longest no time, no snakes I, in Hawaii. For the longest time, 
Interesting. No, yeah, they told us no snakes in Hawaii. I, I uh, Interesting. Although, remember, that was his pet snake. So he brought it with him. That was his pet Fair snake, point. Reggie. Yeah. Uh, I always, I, for the longest time, I never knew if he was saying Jacques or Doc. He was uh, saying Jacques, right? Yeah, yes. Jacques. His oh, name Jacques. is Jacques. Yeah. Jacques. All right. Uh, well, that's, that, is, that is pretty awesome. And I, I like how you mentioned Lost, because even though we're not going to talk Star Wars Rogue One this time, I just want to mention, I... I was a little underwhelmed with Michael Gian- Giancino's score. Not that it was bad, but it just it didn't grab me the way The Force Awakens did. Uh, John mm-hmm. Williams' score, but maybe mm-hmm. mostly Ray's theme because everything else wasn't that exciting. But Ray's theme is just so amazing, and Giancino didn't, didn't to me didn't do any music here that stuck out. But the reason I mentioned that is because you mentioned ha- Hawaii and Lost. I went back to remember the, one of the reasons we all fell in love with Michael Giancino, the yes. Lost score. So I listened to the first three yep. seasons. Uh, uh, scores and God, that music is wonderful. And I really, really mm-hmm. can't wait to start the Lost Pod that we keep teasing yes. because yes. I want to start watching that show again. Absolutely, but Morehead I, and I, when we went to the Giacchino Lost like yeah. thing, oh my God, we cried. We yeah. like sat there in the audience crying. It's like they're is, playing music, and there's you know Charlie's up there slamming on the thing. Yeah. Damn it! Written on his not hand, Penny's not Penny's through that scene. Oh, that scene. Oh, God, that just really both sitting scene. there, just grown ass men sitting there, just crying what as that scene's show. playing and the music's going. Yep. Because I, I, I just oh. want to share a little. I mean, not really anecdote, I guess, but it, I just and I think I texted you guys this. I finished the book that I was reading, which is called uh, "The Revolution Was Televised." Yeah, Seppenwall. Huh. Yes, Seppenwall's book, and yeah. uh, it, it's. I skipped a few chapters because I, I, I still want to see the shield. And uh, uh, the wire, and I didn't want it to be spoiled because uh, obviously he he just he spoilers throughout that book, but it made me really really want to go back and watch Lost, Lost and the Sopranos, especially the, the especially those two. But I really want to yeah. go back and watch Lost, and and it's like the things that show did. It was just it was magic, dude. Even though it even, really was even, even if it didn't, you will, you will never see something to that caliber again or at least not for a very long time and i even even westworld while it it is so good and so well done it just doesn't have quite that same quality that lost does and i'm okay with that i'm not like that's not bashing on westworld either because i i love westworld how many how many how many ripoffs too were there of lost like directly after there was like uh, what was the flash forward? Uh, flash forward. I don't, Revolu- I don't know. If Revolution counts as one. Now, Revolution no. was too much later, but they did invasion. Yeah, invasion. Sort of invasion. Yeah, uh, there was also surface. that threshold. Threshold. Oh yeah, yeah. And those were those were and, and, okay, but yeah. they weren't lost. There was also the one. Uh, what was it? Terra Nova? Oh, which yeah. lasted all of I, not that long. I so that bad. show started terrible, but I liked the way it ended. By and the I, time it got I to wanted end, it to see good. where it was going to yes. go. Yeah, uh, but, I would agree with that. But Sippenwall uh, uh, makes a really good point about Lost, about those shows compared to Lost. No, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't him. Actually, it was uh, it was the accuser Lindelof. I can't remember. One mm-hmm. of them said something about those shows. The reason those shows didn't have what Lost did is because we focused on characters yes. and then yeah. built the mythology around them eventually. But the first whole first season is all building characters and all, those flat, all the flashbacks and find out where they come from. Yeah. And that's where we got sucked in because yeah. we cared about them. Yeah. And by the time you get to the time travel yeah, and it just makes it so much the better. The hatch. 
Yeah. And all of that. And the numbers. And, and Desmond. Yeah. Punching and the in, constants. And those yeah, and punching in and Screw that episode. It makes me cry every like, time. Those shows are trying to be the anti-loss by saying, we're going to give yeah. you all the mythology now. We're oh, going to give you a right. bunch of answers here in the beginning. And it's just like, well, what, what the fuck do we want that yeah. for? Yeah. And, and Lost really slow plays it. And I didn't realize this. Yep. At that time, Lost was getting compared to Heroes a lot because they both came out the same season, apparently. Oh, or at so least different one of the season Heroes, episodes. though. No, no. But in the, in the sense that Heroes had built a mystery around characters as well. Oh, okay. That's yes. fair. But the then, first season of Heroes was good. Amazing, yes, it was. Yes. And the second season was okay, too. And then three and four. Ugh. Three but, and four was pretty bad. Uh, but um, but the thing what Heroes did was they pretty much answered all season one's questions at the end of season one. And season two was just a completely different thing, which is fine. But Yes. The, the big thing about Heroes, to me... Um, <laughs> welcome reason to Heroes Pod. Fell, fell Heroes um, Pod, where we no, digress into Heroes. It ran into the same thing that so many of these things run into where you get to a point where you have like the two guys battling are one guy who basically can just get anybody's powers. Yeah. Yeah. And one so, guy who can get, well, all I was talking about. Yeah. Well, there, there's, there's the one guy who can get people's powers by like eating their brain or yeah. figuring out how their brain works, I guess. Technically. So cool. I, yeah. yeah but that's the, what he's doing. The way yeah. he does it. Yeah. And then the guy who can just get other people's powers. <laughs> yeah. So you oh, have these sorry, two like, uh, yeah, Peter, yeah. Peter, yeah. Um, yep. So you have these gods. two essential gods. Yeah. And how do you go to a season two from there without taking away their powers? Yeah, that's and some that's, contrived that's, bullshit. That that's if you and can't. if Heroes would right. have just been a five season show and just had that plan and then ended with that. Yes, fine. But yes, you can't yeah. end season one on that and like there's right because you can't you can't get bigger stakes than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, but it's the problem with like the Jedi. It's the problem with Superman. You know that you can run into if you're not super careful about it. Yeah. That's why Rogue One. Not to go back to that, but top three favorite Star Wars movies because there really weren't any Jedi in it. Even even Ooh, uh, now we're gonna have to do. Are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna do a rank the Star Wars movies? Each one of us rank them. All we, eight. I need to see we, Rogue One again. We could. Yeah. I've seen it twice, yeah. and twice was enough for me to rank. I, it. I know where to put some it. distance. I know where it. to put it. Top three. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get to the list now, but I'm no, curious. No, no. It's definitely um, my top four. Maybe okay. five. Okay. Okay. It's in my top five for sure. Okay. It's definitely in my top five. I would, I would hope so. Well. I would hope all those prequels are <laughs> pretty yeah, low down. After yeah. three, two, Unfortunately, <laughs> they are. <laughs> four, three, two, it's better than three, two, one. Uh, but we've okay. already discussed anyway. my number one, and that pisses yes. people off for some reason. Not you guys, but other people. No, whatever. That's fine. They always look at me um, sideways when I say which my fa- my favorite Star Wars movies is. But anyway, continue. I, I kind of want to watch Heroes again now, honestly, because my first favorite season <laughs> began last yeah. season was really interesting for a little while. It was, and then, was, it, got, and then it, yeah. it just tanked yeah. really bad. And then they had like well, that's the time I started working on it. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about Shit. that season. I thought you were talking about the last season as the most recent one. Oh, no, I didn't. I, I only watched, like, the first two episodes. You know, the first first four or five were, like, it, it kind of no. got me into it, and then, like, it started to, like, lose itself again, just like the way the fucking what I, show did. What yeah. I liked about it is... Start off strong, and then just, like, eh, petered out. The ah, last Peter. the last season had so much potential, too, is is the thing, but it well, didn't I get a chance that, to keep going. I love... Well, the um, thing about it is, I love that circus story. I know a lot yes. of people didn't like that, but no, I, I did, too. And I thought it was a great idea. And yeah. The, and the actor who was the leader, the guy from uh, Prison Break, I can't think of his name, Robert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert something, but that dude's yeah. amazing. He's, he's good in Such everything. Good he was good in Universe. Yeah. Uh, Stargate mm-hmm. Universe. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also liked I liked how it ended with essentially you know save the cheerleader save the world and then at the end of the last season you get her basically revealing her powers to everybody, yeah. 
And I wanted to see where it went after that, but then suddenly we're done with it, and then we have the kind of Heroes Reborn, which I still haven't watched Watched Heroes Reborn. Um, I need to. It's okay. Just I mean, to, like I said, it's, it's, it's worth a watch. Just to see what they do with it, but... Okay. But yeah, that's why the first season was so good because you had that that constant reminder of you know save the cheerleader, save the world, and it, there was that whole mystery behind it. And then it's like, well, well, wait, what if what if saving the cheerleader doesn't save the world, or what if we let her die? How do we save the cheerleader? What does that mean? There was there was enough mystery, uh, and Zachary Quinto as Siler walking around just oh, just tearing people's brains so apart. No, that he was that so good season, in that, that role. Was so good. I just, yeah, I feel like they, yeah, like what Kyle said, they didn't really know what to do after season one, or or they they had options and they chose a certain way and it just didn't work for a lot of us because you essentially have this huge battle at the end of season one and then yeah. where do you go from there? It's you know, it's going to be the same with funny. the Marvel universe. Where do you go after this big huge battle with right. Infinity War? Like, we, what we, do you do next? We've reverted back to to nerds in the eighties who who could only talk about stuff that was in the past because there wasn't as many things out there for nerds uh, present day. Because we're all talking about past shows. Let's get to some but, stuff. But okay, so okay, so news. Stuff, that's a good. Say. That's a good present segue. Yeah. What the, the segue is stuff. old stuff that we like that is coming back and being relevant again. Uh, yes, so, right. There's two new trailers. Is that what you're talking there about? There are. Well, yeah. Uh, so, well, they're uh, not really new. It's just we haven't been. What was that last pod? It was the week of Rogue One coming out, right? Yeah, yes. it was before Rogue. It was definitely yeah. before Rogue One. Right. Yeah. So sorry, guys. We've been gone yeah. for so long, but I'm sure right? you guys have all been to the holidays and everything. Um, so. so quick news bite. Just quick thing. Um, yeah. Dennis Villanueva. 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 I think Villanueva is right. I think. Is it? Uh, whatever. It's, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm bad with pronunciation, apparently. But Not as bad he, as Morehead. <laughs> that's fair. He wants, to, he wants to direct Dune. I, yes. The Dune, Legendary's Dune remake, because Legendary is doing no, it. No, we didn't talk about that. I didn't we haven't. talk about that. that no. Legendary picked it up last time. Yes, we yes, we did that. talk about that. I love so Dune. So he's been talking about wanting to do it, and he's now being considered I don't. Do I haven't seen Dune or read Dune or have no opinion on Dune. <laughs> you should yeah. read the first book. You don't have to read it anymore. The just read one book and then and then watch 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 the David Lynch one just because of the historical factor because the movie's not good. It's yeah, it's not but the I best. understand why it became a cult hit and why I love it. I I, I saw it as a kid, so it's got as a kid, uh, all the fucking worms jumping around and all that stuff was just like the sandworms are yeah. pretty cool. I will say that all and that, all uh, that head speak. David Bowie is pretty cool, but weird as usual. Oh, right. No, not David Bowie. Sting. Sting, sorry. I always want it to be David Bowie for some reason. Sting <laughs> is cool. Yeah, Sting's But in. weird. Um, and wow. then uh, Sir Patrick Stewart is in it. Yeah. Yes, he is. Sir Pat Stu. Gurney Halleck. Yes. Yeah. He's got a good part. Um, uh, my favorite character, Duncan Idaho. I can't remember the actor, but I think it's the yes. guy who played Robin. Uh, Robin, what's his name, in uh, fucking Cheers. He was Rebecca's boyfriend. What the f- oh, he was also... Uh, he was a sheriff, and sheriff of, uh, sheriff of Rottingham, and Robin, Robin Men Tights. Oh, I'm pretty sure that was Duncan Idaho. Maybe, yeah. No, it wasn't. No. no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I know who it was. No, Duncan Idaho was. Never mind. It was somebody else. Okay, I, I know who it was. But keep going. Sorry. Okay, cool. So he was in the he was in the miniseries, uh, sci-fi miniseries. What's Sorry. What's great about that is, uh, and I still haven't watched Arrival. I need to. Um, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know, right? Well, I have I have a screener of it <laughs> that I need to watch. Um, uh yeah so yeah it'll be it'll be pretty cool um and everything i've heard about it is great and the cinematography is awesome so if we get that same thing for dune from 
from the same guy that did Arrival, I think Dune's going to be pretty awesome. Well, and, and, and his think same about it, directorial okay. sense. The, here, here's here's the thing. This gentleman now has done Arrival, and why am I blanking on his first movie that I really liked? Um, IMDb it right okay, now. I'm looking right now. But <laughs> he also did in in in. in he also did a trailer. I hope we're going to talk about. So. Yes, yes, we will. So yes, he did. He did another movie time. that's coming out, and the trailer looks fantastic. I, I just, I right now he's to me like what uh, Joss Whedon was after he made Firefly. Give yeah. him anything, and he will fucking make it awesome. Like when He'll, he got when yeah. he got the Avengers, when Joss Whedon got the Avengers, I was so fucking excited. Yeah, yeah. like he, he can oh, that, that man can that man can and do anything. Like I even I still like Ultron. I, no, I do too. And I, it <laughs> I watched it the other night. <laughs> it wasn't as good as as the first one. No, it just didn't but, have quite the same touch. But there his were lines that he wrote for James Spader. Like oh, they're so, so Whedon-esque, and I love yes, it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's the thing. Actually, uh, his script for. Um, his full script without the re the retouches and stuff for Alien Resurrection are actually oh, really good and make that movie better. But Alien Resurrection is still so bad to me. I just don't care for it. Except for is that your least uh, favorite of the Alien Five Alien movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Except for Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman <laughs> in that movie is everything, and I love. Do you that like? Movie. So you like? I mean, do what? But do you like the Alien? You like Alien Three, the original cut, or do you have you seen the assembly cut? No, I like I like the assembly cut. The, it's assembly cut way much better. better. Much much way better. better. Um, in my opinion. No, I, I I agree. I agree. In this nerd's humble opinion, I I totally agree. Sorry, I'm still looking at this. Um, I don't consider Aliens versus Predator either of those movies to be involved. I, I will Sicario. Pick... Fuck. That's oh, Sicario. <laughs> Forget that one. That's he a also, fantastic. He movie. also did Pris- Prisoners, which I haven't seen, but I heard okay. is, is, is yeah, really yes. good. Yes, Prisoners either. So this guy, yes. this guy, to me, uh, he. He's he's going to be up there with our favorite directors, yeah. I think. Just just he's from he's he's based he's on what he's doing. French Canadian. He's from Quebec, Canada. Um, tre, tre, Troy Rivieres, which I'm assuming means three rivers, and I'm saying that with a Spanish accent, Mexican accent instead of a fucking French interesting. one. Anyway, sorry. No, that's fine. Do you still have? Uh, never mind. Never mind. Yes, it's I do. Not I still have what do you need? Uh, no, I was going to say, who's the DP on Arrival? Who's the DP on that? Because I'm um, I'm assuming he'll probably stick with that person. What if that guy got for, nominated? Because he definitely should. Well, actually, and for Blade for Blade Runner as well. If well, that well, that's okay. There we go. Let's 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 talk about that trailer. So <laughs> fucking clunky segue into our. The, I know. So bad. <laughs> those okay, are trailers, so, but we just talked about we just talked about the guy who guy who's directed the new Blade Runner. Yes. And we also mentioned Alien, which also had a trailer. Alien Covenant. Is a- the Alien title of it? Covenant. Yeah. Which is the uh, which is now which is technically the Prometheus sequel. But, Technically, but, but they're, uh, they're they're letting everybody know, hey, there's some fucking aliens in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> finally. So, all right. So, continue, Potter. Go for it. Well, we can we can talk about Prometheus when we talk about. No, alien we will. Covenant, we can talk. I, sure. I, I do want to talk about aliens. Because I have movies. some strong opinions about it, as I think everybody does. Yes. Um, okay. So, Blade Runner first. Blade Runner looks awesome. I I love that first movie. Um, so much. And I haven't seen it, so I'm going to go get another drink. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer? You haven't seen the... I haven't seen either. That's yeah. right. I forget. Yes, I haven't seen the movie, so... Okay, right. we need to have a Blade Runner watching then yes. for, yes. for Kyle. Um, so We are going to watch the final cut. Blade Runner, directed by Ridley Scott uh, originally, and that movie influenced a lot of sci-fi written, films that came after. Written by... Uh, written, based on a short story called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Yes. A very... The probably the greatest sci-fi writer of all time, Philip K. Dick, yes. and, and and in my opinion, he is. Like, and I've read I I read more fantasy than I do science fiction, mm-hmm. but 
uh, I've read quite a bit of science fiction, and I, my favorite book of all time is Dune. Like that's my favorite book of all time, the first Dune. And, okay. Uh, and but but I love reading Philip K. Dick. Like he's such a good fucking. His imagination is was light years ahead of its time. Light years ahead of its time, which is a reason why we keep remaking his books or making his books. And yes, because there's so many things that people don't even realize that he wrote. Like Man in High Castle is him. I yes, don't, I don't know if they put his name on it, but they should. Yeah, Man in the no. High Castle is Philip K. Dick, and Philip K. Dick, he's just he's he's such he's so influential. In the in my opinion, all respect to Isaac As- Asimov and uh, and uh, uh, the Ender's Game guy, Orson Scott Card, but Philip K. Dick is the greatest science fiction writer of all time. Um, I, I don't know if you knew that, Kyle. We were saying that Blade Runner is based on one of his short stories called... Yes, uh, I did know that. Yeah, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which I think is a great title. You obviously can't call it a movie. You can't call the movie that. Right. But, um, but yeah, Blade Runner, uh, we won't spoil anything, although I, I don't know. Uh, Kyle, I mean, you must know something from it, something of it, because it's been around for so long, and it's so... Very little. That's Well, that's good. Okay, but we'll, then we'll, keep, we'll keep this we real can, spoiler spoiler. We can keep it spoiler-free, yeah. Um, spoiler-free. Um, for Kyle. Do you know the general story? For Kyle. I know that like it's it's a it's like a noir-ish. It's a sci-fi Post, noir. Post-apocalyptic noir thriller. Um, no, I don't want to say thriller. Like but, somebody uh, gets killed and he's investigating it. Yeah, I basically, think, like if I if I'm if I were to try to explain it more, I think something gets killed by like a robot. Yeah, who's who looks like a human? Which they're called and this they're called replicants and he, replicants, yeah. And they're called what Harrison Ford is. He is a Blade Runner. He's a Blade Runner, which is, is a, which is a cop who chases rogue replicants. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, and uh, during the course of the movie, he he, he uh, you know uh, he learns more about replicants and obviously this. Then we get to learn more about this world and this gorgeous world. Like even now, watching Blade Runner visually, it's still arresting. It's just it's it's so good. Yeah. Um, and this trailer seems to have gotten the spirit while still obviously using 2016, 2017 special effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. And I'm really, really excited. Ryan Gosling is in it. Yeah. Harrison Ford's back. And there is now, of course, the theory that, oh, well, is... And it's... it's I don't just even a, think you should mention that. No. I don't think you should no, mention I, that. I, I know the... The, the silly sort of the article. Chad question mark. Yeah, like... Is At Harrison Ford going to bring back all of his characters just to kill him off? Oh, on the that, remakes? that. I thought, I I thought, thought me no, and I were on a different, different thing. Oh, that one? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't no, even no. think about that. Fuck, no, no, fuck no. you people saying that. Well, yeah, well and it's, it's because... <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for regarding Henry 2. Yeah. <laughs> the Fugitive 2. Uh, I didn't kill my wife again. <laughs> I didn't do it. Get off my plane. Yes, yes. Air Force 1, Air, Air Force, Force 2. One, Air Force 2, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Air Force, no, it'll be Air Force 2049. It will like be, Blade dude. Blade Runner 2049. And Jeremy Irons yeah. should play the brother of the fucking, of, of Gary Oldman's character so he could play two Ooh. brothers for, for had there you go. revenge. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah. No, the trailer looks gorgeous, though. Um, so I, I just looked up who the DP is because the, the first thing that struck me about the trailer was the cinematography. And it's uh, it's Roger Deakins who did Sicario, actually. So he's, he's using that same guy. So I wonder if he'll use... Uh, Roger on Dune. If he gets Dune, that'd be interesting. I, I, I hope so because that that so, guy's that guy's look would fit yes. Dune, what Dune should look like. Yes, absolutely. Because the the thing about it to me is like even though the David Lynch movie is not well thought of, and I it's really not a well made movie, but well, he it doesn't does, like it either. He doesn't. Remember, he took his yeah. na- he took his name off the original yeah. release, but then yeah. he eventually put it back on. But he's not on the extended uh, version, which I actually like better because it gives you more of the story. But 
the movie is beautiful. Like the idea that the the way he designed it is the way I pictured it in reading the book. Like it was, uh-huh. although I, technically I did see the movie first, but when I read the book, it's very easy to put those pictures into that because I've read the book twice. So, sure. uh, but uh, um, yeah, I I well the big the big debate over the many years has been is Harrison. Rick Decker is his character's name. Yes. Is he a replicant or not? Wait, what? That's what you were talking about? Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you knew what that was. But anyway, so you knew, the, Kyle. But the good thing about it is, is I can't really spoil it for you because that question has never really been definitively answered. It's right. very ambiguous. Ridley Scott says yes. Harrison Ford says no. So it's just like, and then the writer's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, it's like yeah. Philip K. Dick is dead. But I mean. Well, it's supposed to be ambiguous. <laughs> but and the a lot screenwriters. Of, a lot of Philip K. Dick stuff is. I mean, if you think about Total Recall. That's uh, true. The end of that, you're left That's wondering: true. Did he really wake yeah. up out of that? Was it actually happening? Is this really or a blue was sky on Mars, just, or is this know, just his dream? Is he just acting out his uh, secret agent? Yeah, portion? which we never, we, we never know. I mean, yeah, it's. I, <laughs> it seems like uh, Christopher Nolan uh, was very influenced by those kind of endings. Jerk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. uh, anyway, all right, cool. So, how about the uh, Alien trailer then? Okay, so yeah, Did you see it, that one. Uh, Kyle? Have we discussed the end of uh, of Inception? No. On here, I don't think so. We can okay. we can talk. Okay, how about we do a pod based around ambiguous endings? Sci-fi. Sure, endings. but I don't think Inception has an ambiguous ending. No, I think it's pretty clear in my opinion. But I just think it's I think it's I I think he was purposely fucking with people though. But I, I to me it's definitive. I don't know about you. I think it's extremely definitive. Yeah. I'm curious to know what you guys think is definitive. Do we want to talk about it really quick? Sure, why not? Why okay. not? I mean, well, we're, we're, we're big, on it. Big, big spoilers so. here, by the way. If you, anybody hasn't seen uh, uh, Inception... Shame on you. For shame on you, for number one, yes, because it's probably... <laughs> it is... I would have to say Christopher Nolan's best. It's my favorite. It is. It's, yeah, same here. Uh, Until no, we see uh, Dunkirk. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Dunkirk. Caveat. Next to the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> I still like that Inception fa- more than the Dark Knight I, trilogy. But. And I respect that. But for yeah. me, like, obviously, no, Batman, that's, that's Batman fair. takes the cake. That's fair. Uh, Dark Knight takes the cake for everything. It's one of my favorite movies ever. But anyway, okay. so, yes, ending. Uh, so, the, the, the basic, uh, the story of Inception, uh, obviously, the is, is Leo plays, Leonardo DiCaprio plays a character that can enter people's dreams. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the dream world or whatever it is and do, do some shit. Yeah. So, now. Make them basically the movie, plant a fake idea that yeah. they that they grow to think is their own idea and then they do yes. in the real world. Yeah. He's, he, it's it's industrial sabotage in yeah, a way. That's sure. what he's paid to do. Yeah. Now there's a there's a there's a there's a gimmick to the movie. Kyle explained it about the top. Because that, so, that's where we're going with yeah, the now I have to try to explain this. Um, there is there is a thing that you or that he has, this top yes. which lets him know if he's in a dream or token. in reality. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because I guess yeah, yeah. once you, if you keep entering, there's something it warps your your mind where you yeah your your perception dream of what's yeah. real and not becomes yeah. a little false. So you have to have an item that you know the exact weight, the characteristics, everything, yeah. so that you know whether you're in a dream or yes. or not or in the real world. Yeah, yeah. And his is this little spinning top. Yeah, old school wooden. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not wooden. I don't know. Yes. Metal, wooden, whatever. Doesn't matter. Little, wooden. Yeah, little spinning top, which we all have played with as kids, which has been a toy that's been around for hundreds of years yes. <laughs> yes. and still around. Yes. Yeah. And if if I remember correctly, if it continues spinning, he is in a dream. It yes. will spin yes. indefinitely as long as he's in a dream. Yes. Yeah. If he is out of a dream, the top will, of course, inevitably fall because of yes. the laws of physics. It'll yeah. wobble. And... and the movie ends on a shot of him spinning the top, and it stays on the top and then cuts to black. But but we before we go to that, the reason that this is important is because we need to 
the way they want you to think is he in a dream or is he in real life because he in the movie he seems to be estranged from his family or at least his children his children, his children yes his wife is dead his wife is yes. dead he's been blamed for uh, and, yeah. presumably for that and just so the, for there's, some there's other some things. legal trouble and he yeah. needs money to get his kids back yeah, yeah. and so the yeah. ending is him being, reuni- being reunited with his kids so right. what what Christopher Nolan is doing the movie ends on the shot of the top spinning yes. now we don't necessarily see it fall no. however in my oh, opinion in my opinion it teeters right before it goes black okay what do you think i i um, would agree that it teeters just a bit and you the the sound effect or the the audio for it suggests that it is also teetering about to fall. Yeah, like but it's slowing it, down because it's, yes. the top continues to spin and it drinks. Yes, but never, it, never changing speed. It cuts to black, so, I mean, it's left with, okay, well, wait, wait, ambiguous. Yeah, no, wait, no one's basically it, challenging because, hey, do you think, did you see what you think you saw or, or were you just, are you just seeing what you want to see? Yes, were you, was the, did this movie just incept you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess Kyle is disagrees with us because he got a big smile on his face. I'm it's going to guess so. It's not that I disagree with you, it's the what you're talking about is meaningless and doesn't matter at all. The okay. actual ending to that movie has nothing to do with whether the top continues spinning or not. Oh, it has well, entirely to fair. do has entirely to do with the fact with this. that he doesn't care. Yes, you're he right. Spins Actually, it we have and had he this. walks away. I think we have had this conversation. Before. You're right. No, that's that's a very because good that's point. The point. I heard you is say that if before. he's still in a dream, he's okay with it. He wants to be in that dream. If he's yeah. not in a dream, great. He doesn't care anymore. To him, this is now his reality. He's, he's accepted he either way. I, I respect yeah. that you say that because I guarantee you that's what Nolan would say if he hasn't already said that. Yes. What's well, my stance anyway? But. No, I, yeah. I, ultimately, I, I agree with, with that. I, I still think it teeters just because that's me being hopeful. Like, oh, yeah, he made it back. He I mean, took care of his kids. There is a sound. And I think, that's but, what, I think that's what Nolan's doing. Nolan's basically yes. giving you, like, you know what? You guys choose which ending you prefer. Yeah. Because... It's like oh, a choose your own adventure book. My character book. doesn't care. God, yeah, I love those and no books. No one doesn't care. No one doesn't no. care. To him, it doesn't matter because that's, that's not the point. point. Yeah, which is point. which is great, and I think that's why it either it got people so riled up and either pissed off or so happy or whatever. Because as American audiences, we expect things to be tied up. Well, in a, in a nice little package and everything at the end of a movie. I'm the kind of person, honestly, who I, li- I like an ending like that where I can discuss with people. Same same right. with Westworld or or with Lost. Well, and, and you you get to discuss like, oh, okay, this was left kind of up for interpretation. I like that because then I get to choose or discuss with people what I think the ending is, what they think it is, and I think that's great. It gets people talking about your work, which then makes the work live on. And I, I'm going to bring it back to the Sycamore book too because it's funny that Christopher Nolan says that because that's the same stance that uh, – David Chase takes with the uh, with the Sopranos, uh-huh. where he says, he says, you know what? I didn't make I didn't make the ending ambiguous. It's very fucking obvious what happened, but I'm not going to tell you. He doesn't want to tell anybody because he's like, that's not important. No. That's not what's whether Tony Soprano lived or died is not important. The no. important is that's the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 I to me, I I've always said no, nah, he didn't die. He's he's alive. And Alice yeah. uh, believe, uh, agrees with me, so that made me kind of happy. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, but, no, that's super but, cool. but I but it's the same kind of thing. Like it's 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 it doesn't matter. The journey no. is what matters. Like the Sopranos wasn't going to have an ending like 
like Lost, where you needed to wrap up mysteries. It's just, right. It was just right. going to end. Same thing with Mad Men, which was perfect. Oh, it Mad Men was great. It was you know, so great. We don't need, that's not what these shows need. They don't need these big bang endings. It's just, no, yeah, go just out. End. I mean, go out with a bang, yeah. but you don't have to have some big, huge, crazy, expensive like reveal ending. or anything. Right. Yeah, just like, no, yeah. just end it end it yeah. nicely. That's, that's why, again, I, I love talking about endings and bringing up the Stargate Universe ending. I hate that that show ending oh. ended, but it has one of the best endings that I have seen still, just because of how perfectly they do it. And it's it's I don't just think I've ever so seen good. the end of the universe. So. It's I need to buy so it, yeah. good. Because I own all the other Stargates, with, with the exception of the cartoon, so I need to buy it. Oh, I, I don't, don't know if the, worry about the cartoon. I don't know if the cartoon is considered canon, though, is it? I don't think I so, because no it's set in the future it. with the future. Where did it air? I, I never saw it. I don't anywhere. know. I think it aired very no, early yeah. in the morning and sporadically because they realized it was pretty bad. Well, I always um, also want to see that Spaceballs cartoon that's only premiered in fucking Canada for some reason. Oh, yeah, right? I don't know about that. So one more quick thing on Inception before we go back, just to kind of go off of what Kyle said. Yeah. So people will argue for or against him being in real life, in reality, or in a dream. Yeah. And they'll state all these clues along the way about how, oh, he never sees his kids' faces until the very end. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the big predominant arguments that, oh, he sees their faces, so he made it out. Because in the dream, he never wants to see their faces because then he won't know if he's in a dream or if he's in reality. Well, you could argue the opposite, too, that well, you know what? At the end, he's he's achieved what he needs to achieve, and he's come to terms with this is the reality I want, whether I'm in a dream or in the real world. So I want to yeah. see my kids. So you could argue for or against either way. That's why I love Inception. Because and, and also, how badass is Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that, that fucking movie? Oh god, <laughs> that's why I started wearing vests. Yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> like he's yeah, he's slick. Yeah, that's awesome. God, that scene with her fucking jumping around. Oh yeah, the, that and, and that whole thing was done yeah. practically with a gimbal and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they were doing most of that work themselves, which is nice. awesome. So awesome. Um, I could talk forever about that scene. Just just the technicality of it. So um, okay, so moving on. So Alien Covenant. Getting back to that. Yes. yes. Since we digressed horribly. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this right now. I I'm pretty sure. All, I don't know about the fourth, I don't know about Moorhead, but I think all three of us liked Prometheus. I, I like, really I enjoyed like Prometheus. Prometheus. They're, they're, I have some small issues with it, but they're, they're so small that like they're not, they don't they didn't affect my enjoyment of the movie. No. And it was no. it was very Lindelof, and I hate that yes. Ridley Scott is throwing him under the bus as far as like you knew what you were doing, Ridley. Like you 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 yes. were there every fucking day. It's not like Lindelof took over and said, "Hey, we're doing this." No, you knew what you were doing, now. Ridley. Yeah, I'm yeah. Lindelof. You, you and and the thing about it was Ridley was saying it from fucking day one. This isn't an alien sequel. This is a uh, what do you call it? A sidequel or a, a no, side? Yeah, like a quasi quasiquel or quasi sequel. Yeah, I, I don't know. He had, he made some weird yeah. fucking name for it. It's basically it's in the same universe. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. And we got we saw the xenomorph spoilers at the very end. Yeah, uh, which which is which was exciting. Pre, for me. Like early, like I don't know, early early xenomorph. Yeah, because that because that's because yeah. that's what I because that's what I thought. I was like I was excited because that that's what I thought I was getting. I was getting a, a prequel basically to Alien, not something right. that had a, the alien in it. Just like yeah. saying, hey, this is kind of where the creature came from. Right. Uh, and I, I always thought the 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 not the navigators, what are they called? The, the engineers. Engineers. Yeah. I always thought they were interesting, and the fact you that they brought yes. back Jesus. <laughs> yes, Jesus. <laughs> yes, Jesus. Yeah, I guess. Okay, it's so kind of crazy how close the the alien movies are to the, the beliefs of Scientology. My anyway, no, no, my, no, 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 it's, no, no. It's, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, but it really like the the story of that the sort of the hidden story that are just below the surface is that the engineer was Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and that it's because you know humans killed Jesus that uh, xenomorphs exist, <laughs> basically. Yeah, because um, they because they yeah. talk about it was about you know two thousand years ago is when everything you know the the stuff here rose up and attacked. Yeah, right. And it's right around Christmas time, and it's right. You know, my uh, okay, so that's interesting. partially my gri- one of my gripes. Wow, I didn't really, I didn't really pick that, up on any of that until you mentioned it. Yeah, I, it's, I, I yeah, have to watch no, Prometheus, Prometheus again. Watch which it, I do, I do own watch it. it with that lens, and it'll yeah. be a whole different. Well, I want to watch that again. I want to watch Blade Runner again now. Yeah. I'll talk about this. I want to watch um, Inception again. Fuck. Yeah, I think my problems no with time. Prometheus are that they. I love the exploration of where where man came from and, and mm-hmm. sort of tying all of that kind of stuff together in the mythology there. I thought thought that was really interesting and really cool. But when they got what I felt like was heavily religious, like on the nose, that's when I was I started kind of getting a little bit of a gripe because it, it took over the story a little bit too much. I still wanted there to be some mystery. I think, and I think they still they still have some mystery to reveal, even even with the ending and all of that. But the whole the whole reason I loved the original Alien trilogy, or at least mostly one and two and three, is is kind of its own thing um, for me. But is you don't really ever know where the xenomorphs come from. You you get that it's this crashed derelict ship. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's, and there's eggs and there's this progression of. You know, it, face huggers. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter embryo. where they're from. No. Just the fact that there's a scary monster out there that's basically a killing machine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's 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 to me like uh, 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 it's the same kind of thing with uh, um, um, Highlander. I don't know if you guys know the Highlander movies mm-hmm. as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when the first movie came out, it was just they, it was a mystery. There was these high, they were literally these guys from fucking Scotland, actually around from all over the world. They're the Immortals, I should say, not Highlanders. The Immortals, right? And they've been battling throughout time, and 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 the only way to kill an Immortal is to chop their head off. And when you do, you get their power, right? The quickening. That was amazing. And then the second movie, they decided to make them aliens from some distant planet that fucking stranded, got stranded on Earth. And this thing, this story that made absolutely no fucking sense. Yeah, it's like, I don't need a backstory. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, what are you fucking doing? Just if you want to make a sequel, cool, but let's just make more, just make another story around these yeah. immortals battling on Earth. Exactly. And, and there can be only two. And I, what I was going to mention about Alien is, is I like how you said Alien. There's Alien One and Alien Two, and then Alien Three is its own thing. I think they're all their own thing. This is well, yeah, what they did way. with the Aliens movies is what. Kyle and I have been wanting them to do with Star Wars movies, and now they are. Yeah. Exploring different genres within that world. Because think yes. about it. Alien's a horror movie. Absolutely. Aliens is an action movie. Absolutely. Yes. Alien 3 is a prison movie. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know what the fuck Alien 4 is. And Prometheus is a... Uh, is a uh, ex- ex- an indie film. With shitty CGI. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and Prometheus is like an existential thing. thing. Like no. it, you, know, you, know what, you know what Alien Resurrection is? It's a buddy comedy. Like, a, it's a... It's a very odd couple buddy comedy with uh, Sigourney Weaver and, and Winona Ryder. Oh, Winona Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I love Perlman. With, I with like Ron Winona Perlman in there. Oh, Ron Perlman's fantastic. And honestly, you know, Joss Whedon's script for that is is great. Like, I mean, he, he <laughs> did great with it, but... I like Alien Resurrection. I like all the Alien movies, including Prometheus. I like all five. Like, yeah. It, they, like... Three and four have their problems, and Prometheus has a few, a few small ones, but I, I like them all. Um, I like the design of the Betty in Alien Resurrection. I do ships. not like I do not like Aliens <laughs> vs. Predator. Saw Resurrection. Uh, it, it's okay. It's okay, but you, the aliens it, swim. Well, you should see it just for, just because so right. I see them all. But yeah, uh, 
Because trust me, it's not as bad as like Batman and Robin. No, <laughs> so no, it's, it's as far not. as bad sequels go, it's, it's like not. it's 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 in the upper echelon of bad sequels rather yeah. than the lower one. But uh, uh, that that'd be a good podcast too, by the way. What what, what would constitute an upper echelon good bad sequel? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, sequels that are bad but you still yeah. enjoy, and then sequels just plain sure. bad like Superman four. Uh huh. But um, but uh, but yeah, uh, um. You want to know my other gripe with Prometheus? My, yeah. my only other one that really bugs me uh, is the whole issue of the two. So the two scientists that get that get stuck inside the uh, the factory, as we will call it, the mm-hmm. bioweapons factory, because that's essentially what it is—the mound uh, or hive, if because it looks like a hive out of all yeah. of the Dark Horse Alien comics. Uh, Those were some good comics. They were. Yes. Alien Earth War. Great. Yes, that's probably one of my favorites. Um, Still have it. So those guys do everything a scientist would not do. Like, they make every yeah. bad decision. And I get that they, they need to kill somebody off. They need to have some horror happen and everything. But they could have gone about it a completely different way. It would have made sense. It wouldn't have stuck out. Like, a scientist that's like, oh, hey, beautiful, to this tentacled creature that rises out of black goo – Who's ever gonna try to touch that? Right. You're gonna you're gonna say every person Let in every me... alien movie for some fucking yes. reason. <laughs> so bad. And I think that was so that took over as people's main gripe in a way. Um, but they're all but there's always an idiot who does that. Like, there, well yes, like, you know I the know, idiot, but you know who, But there watch, doesn't need to be. Now watching this trailer, you know who the idiot's gonna be in this one? Danny McBride. Oh yeah. Well, well <laughs> I love that he's well, maybe. I, I, unless, that. I love unless that he's they, in it, but he, he I hope he's more like a Hicks, like a more like a Bill Bill. Uh, that or or like um, than like a Paul Reiser uh, weasel. Shit, like the engineers, uh, the engineering guys from Alien. I hope the he's engineering like team, the two buddies. <laughs> he, um, he, will he be wants him. to fuck the alien. He will be Kenny Powers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, other than that, I, I like Prometheus. I mean, Michael Fassbender is creepy oh, and he's powerful really and everything. Yeah. Like he's David so is, good. David is a great character. Yes, yes, I, he is. I always and Bishop, Bishop was always one of my favorites from the first. Oh yeah. series. So yeah. Um, uh, so I'm 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 down with David. And I'm down with Fassbender, and I, I like that trailer a lot. Um, it, the funny thing to me is, is we mentioned Alien and Aliens. It feels like this is Aliens two. Like you, I think you said earlier, it feels like it feels like it's Aliens two Alien. Like, but for yes. Prometheus, you know, yes. Like, because it looks more action oriented, looks more exciting. But it, but it also looks in a way they're going to drive up the horror a little bit more too. Because yes. we get uh, we get all of the creepiness in the trailer from David again. Like his his moments in the trailer are balls to the wall creepy. I mean, it's but this thing it's is like, terrifying, which is great. This is creepy though. I thought it was no, no scary. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I agree. It, Enough, it, I guess. <laughs> yes, no, it, it was, and it's. it's I mean, it wasn't more, as scary as Alien, but I will say it's more terror. Um, like horrific, and it's more terror-inducing. Uh, if I had to put a label on it, still, but what I, still, I think one of the most terrifying scenes I've ever seen in a movie is from the first Alien, when she, it's towards the end, and I think Sigourney's getting into that. Wait, she's not in. Did she get one of those things in the, in the first one? I don't know. She's in a room, and and you just see the alien like he's like kind of tucked away. Oh yeah, that's that's in the uh, that's in the escape pod for yeah. the Nostromo at and, the end. And, and she's, she's tucking herself there. into the spacesuit so she can that's blow it right, out the yeah. airlock. Yeah. 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 And he's and he and he, he kind of crawls out and you don't see him there at first and then he starts moving. He, I, still one of the scariest scenes. That and the I wouldn't call it the shower scene in Alien, but the with all of the the room with all the hooks hanging down. Yeah. Um, and it's it just drops down slowly from yeah. the hook and yeah. 
that that scene is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I do just run around, around to the bathroom. Yeah, right Please. Yeah, and it looks like we're going to get a scene like that in Covenant. If you saw the shower moment where the guy and the girl are there and presumably sexing it up in the shower and the alien comes in through the yeah. misting shower, you see it just stick its head through. That part was pretty cool. It's, <laughs> it's going to be scary. I... Do you so so is that Neil Blomenkamp Alien Five? Is that dead? I don't know. I think because Sigourney Weaver keeps saying it's going to happen. He likes to keep teasing it, but then again, I'm like, okay, so well, that so dude the, keeps that dude keeps fucking making failure after failure, though. So well, since okay, so um, uh, Chaffee and District Nine was good. I enjoyed District Chaffee Nine a lot. Not. You didn't? Wait. No, that was his first one. Yes, I like District Nine. I didn't like yeah. Elysium. Yeah, Elysium was eh, yeah. I like well, I didn't and I like Chappie better than Elysium, even though I don't think Chappie's a very good movie either. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like I I love that he wants to shoot in his home hometown of Johannesburg, but yeah. he needs to get out of Branch Johannesburg. Out. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's yeah. It's just not it's not a very cinematic city. It's not very well. It is, I, mean, I guess, it but fits it only what he's trying to do. It it does, but it's then it becomes one of those issues of you do the same thing in every single movie, just yeah. about. Or you have the same scenery in every single movie, and it, it gets it gets kind of old. Um, yeah, I think with Chappie, I think I just liked the character of Chappie. Like I liked the yeah. robot. I thought he was cute. He was like a reminded me of Johnny Five. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's a good but, that's a good way to put it. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the movie just was not good, unfortunately. No, um, but yeah, this I mean, Alien Covenant God, looks good. So I was it, District Nine was good. Yeah, I was I was worried though about uh, a new. A sequel to Prometheus and where they were going to go with it, and it looks and really directed Covenant, right? As far yeah. as I know, yeah, yeah pretty sure because um, he wants to do a trilogy again. I think, he does. or and that's why they're putting the other one on yeah. hold, supposedly or indefinite hold. Yeah, uh, Ridley pretty much just he pretty much controls Alien now. I don't know if he owns the rights. Obviously, he doesn't. Uh, Tony, yeah, I think Fox I does obviously. Yeah, because James, I think James Cameron was hoping it would revert to him at some point. Yeah, I remember want, that, dude. Cameron wants, yeah, Cameron wants to do another, write another. He wants to write another Alien movie. I don't think he wants to direct one. Yeah, he's got to do Avatar two, three, four, five, and oh, six. Oh God, let's seven, not. Eight, uh, nine, uh, yeah. Just do an uh, Avatar TV show. Yeah, hey, leave it at that. Seriously. So yeah, Alien. Look how beautiful Westworld was. That's that's and that's got a really and Game of Thrones. Oh right? yeah, you yeah. could you could get by on that that fucking budget. Come on, James. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, Alien Covenant looks great. <sighs> looks scary. Looks like everything we want. We've got the regular regular Xenomorph back again. It looks like, and I that I guess that was another gripe, for, H, not from me, H. R. but Geiger, the... H. R. Geiger's original Alien design. Yeah, um, that guy's that guy's got a pretty good imagination. He does. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I didn't need that in Prometheus though, and I get where I, I agree with Ridley Scott's comment about well the Alien itself isn't really scary anymore and i would disagree with him there <laughs> well yes no that, okay that because a terrifying it's terrifying design it's yes big but, mouth open up and a little mouth comes out and they're both as deadly fuck that that's fucking terrifying but they they blew it with alien resurrection and with aliens versus predator both of those movies they weren't scary they weren't well, I, alien versus predator i agree with you those, those movies are fucking terrible they're so bad but even even resurrection is not that I good. The, I was definitely ready for the for the predator in both of those. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and, and I was rooting for both of them to kill all the humans because every human in that fucking movie is just worthless. That movie, the dialogue in those oh is an God. exercise in try. how not to write dialogue. They didn't even fucking try. It's so bad. 
Um, Thank God Shane Black's doing a new Predator. Yes. Yeah. We'll get a good Predator movie out of him. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why I think now now that we've had enough distance from those aliens, coming back to them will be good, will be a good thing again. Um, which then also segues into there is going to be an Alien Covenant virtual reality experience coming to major VR consoles. Hmm. If they pull this off the right way, so it's... Um, that is pretty see. scary. It's... It's going to be directed by David Carlack. I don't know what else he's done. I have to IMDb it. Uh, and then it's going to be a collaboration between Scott's RSA Films, the Virtual Reality Production House, MPC VR, and Fox Innovation Lab which is 20th Century's Fox, Fox's in-house VR department. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an alien VR experience. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it'll fit in with the story of Covenant, if it's going to be its own side thing that fits in the universe. But the idea of putting on a VR headset and walking around an environment where aliens are creeping around, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, funny <laughs> that you mentioned that. I can do a little side yeah. note here. I am very sad that I never got to Disney World. Well, I haven't been to Disney World yet at all. Oh, but yes. Before they took out that alien, alien experience thing, or mm, encounter. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which I heard was so fucking terrifying. It was. And they removed it. Yes. I'm like, Interesting. Fuck. It didn't fit the Disney code, basically, uh, which uh, how do you not know it's going to fit the code or, or whatever you know when ride? you're building it? I don't know this ride. Okay, so I, basically. I got you, to write it. You're in, you're in a. Oh, then explain it to them. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's a kind of a. I only saw it on TV, so. I, I wouldn't call it a 3D encounter sort of thing. It's all it's mostly all practical it's effects. 40. It's, yeah, it's you get you get like the puffs on the back of your neck, like the puffs of air and that kind of stuff. So you're you a, get you're those like, extra like things. You're like in a in a in a in a the, like it's like a, it's like a like a you, in, uh, it's a circular theater. Yeah, you're you're in okay. a lab. So you go in as around. the audience. Yeah, theater in the round. Yeah. Okay. And you sit in this theater-in-the-round-style lab situation. You get buckled into the chairs, which for some people is already terrifying because you're suddenly in the dark. You have seatbelts on or whatever. Because the seats move. Yes, they do. Um, And then at the center of this room is this huge glass tube. And the scientists are, if I remember right, basically trying to um, warp in a creature from another dimension or something like that. Like they have technology where they're pulling stuff from another or another area of space whatever Mm -hmm. so things go awry of Of course course. the power gets shut out so you're in complete darkness and then an alien gets warped in and escapes from this containment thing and starts flying around crawling around the room yeah because and you and you see like practical effects. You you'll, you see like a tentacle coming out of the, out of a seat or coming out of the ground mm. and like yeah, there's you, all you kinds see of things stuff lurking around. Nice. It's it's from what I saw in the video, it was terrifying. And I'm it like, is. I really want to go on this ride. And I went on it I once, and I walked out. I, they, I got talked into doing it with my. Were it you, was how young were you? Because that that was a while ago now. It was. You had to have been like in high school or younger. It was high school. Yeah, uh, we went down for a band for trip. Like actually, a we marched. We marched at MGM. For a band field trip you situation, geek. yeah, that's right. I was a band kid, um, and then we got to spend the day, or you know, the next couple days at Disney World. That was part of the trip. Yeah, um, good fucking deal. So my group of friends and I all went on Alien Experience or Encounter or whatever Encounter, um, and we all got off and we were like, "Fuck that! We're never going on that again." Because it was terrifying. I mean, it was. I love and it. now looking back, I'm like, "Shit! I'm really glad I got to ride that while it was still in existence yeah. because it doesn't exist anymore." And it. You know, me now Universal would... should do that. Do, they do, should. Do it with, like, Walking Dead and, like, have, like, somebody, like, ex- like you know, like... Well... Experimenting on a fucking mum- uh, mummy. 
that's the why, zombie that escapes. That's why I like their Terminator ride, and then they've taken that out now. <laughs> yeah, for the, for the minions. It was, yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, God. Terminator I get, ride was fun. It was so much fun because it had combined live action with, you know, mm-hmm. on-screen effects. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. But that kind of stuff doesn't sell anymore. It's all about the 3D goggle glasses, all that right. kind of shit, which is mm. not as fun to me. But a so. VR alien experience sounds fun and sounds terrifying, and that yeah. that will be awesome. Right. Maybe not as good as a Silent Hills sort of situation because Silent mm. Hills was going to potentially be – Silent Hill? Well, Silent Hills was supposed to be the next game. Oh, <laughs> I still mourn. I thought the town was the shutting Silent down of that. It is, it is. But so now this is the whole the neighboring town. No, ah. well, the whole idea behind <laughs> it is that everybody has their own personal Silent Hill, like their own version oh. of it, and it was going to be tripping through. I think different versions did and creepiness. Did Guillermo del Toro co-write that game or something? Yeah, he was going to do it with the guy that used to do Metal Gear Solid and then that How just fell apart. How many fucking Guillermo del Toro projects are just going to get shut down? I know. That dude just Seven catch Damn trip. it. Hey, at least we still have uh, Pacific Rim 2 Ever happening. since he got kicked off The Hobbit, like, it, they, just everything seems to get canceled for him. But, uh, I'm sorry, he mutually they've uh, parted ways just like Jim Harbaugh and Jim Yeah. Luke. Anyway, so, uh, anyway, yeah. so, we, so we are uh, low on time now, we are. And, and we pretty much discussed three things. Carrie Fisher and Did two you trailers. want to mention the last thing that you want to mention real but, quick? Yes, yeah, so sure. let's do one more thing, bite. and then we'll get out of here. What I you mean, got? What super you brief. Yeah. Um, they announced the release date for Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes. What is the release date? It is coming out March 21st. That's not too long from now. It yeah. is not. It's not at all. Because you know, anytime they mention the game Mass the, or the name Mass Effect, and then they, they mention a year it's going to come out, it could very well come out December of that year. Yes, <laughs> yes. So they have announced. They do. So I guess what they do is uh, what's called a holiday build. So at Christmas, uh, a bunch of the like members of the company take home like what the build is at that moment and play it over the break. And then come back and sort of give their feedback and all of that. So that they came sense. back, and I guess it went pretty well. Okay. That's so, yeah, March 21st. I'm to that. And I think I wouldn't mind playing those other three again. I just got – why – they you, you said that they know there's no plans to make a remastered version for them. No, but they are backwards compatible, so you can play them on the one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So I might have to borrow them from you guys again if you're not going to play mm-hmm. them. <laughs> totally. Uh, They're good. They're just good games. I could probably just go buy them. So I need to, twenty bucks to get all three now. I don't know. Or is I don't think it's too much. Or no, thirty, twenty, expensive. or thirty on Amazon if you get the trilogy. I think they release they it. Sell over. Xbox like three sixty games in the stores anymore, like PS3 games. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess maybe still, used ones. Like Best Buy. Is there still, still stores here and there? <laughs> I mean, do most of my shopping online now. To be honest, I, don't know. I, I can't I hate stand going in stores. Grocery stores. Yes, there is. I do love going out to to retail stores still, but not in LA because it's so fucking crowded no matter what time of day or day it is yeah i went to Macy's today and i still had a fucking wait in line at one o'clock in the afternoon on wednesday that's crazy that is rough anyway all right Um, so um we've had a lot more stuff to talk about but unfortunately as we do we go we went deep dive into a couple things yes we did we almost lost kyle but he's still he's still kicking i'm here he's yawned a few times my my only my only like final thought would be if you haven't watched the first episode of the new season of sherlock Watch Wait, it. it's already out? BBC, yeah. It, I they don't did think a, I've watched anything since spoilers. Um, Moriarty was like, I'm back. That, that, oh. that, like, I didn't see that, like, old That was the last school. thing. No, because they did, no. like, the, the well, old... Oh, I didn't do... I didn't see that one either. They, they did a Abominable Christmas Bride special or whatever. Last, yeah, like, they and did it was the good. old-timey Christmas special. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Where he's, like, walking around in, like, the hat and then the coat and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this is a new, like, a full season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the last... Yeah. That doesn't... 
Does that answer the question of why Moriarty says he's back? Because I thought that's where it ended, where Moriarty said I'm back. Yes, question mark and no. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Watch it. It's a good... Okay, so... Is that on Netflix? It might be Amazon now, but you can get it on... Know. Watch it on PBC on, or PBC, PBS, PBS online, sorry. PVC uh, pipe. PVC pipe online. Uh, no, yeah, PBS should still have it online. Um, and it's... I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's as strong an episode as past episodes, but it's a good setup. They have they had to do a setup episode because it's it's been a couple of years since a full season's been on, uh, since we've really had Sherlock in in uh, present day versus the Abominable uh, Abominable Bride. Man, that's tough to say. Yes, it is. Um, there are some great Sherlock moments, some great Watson moments. Because you know, and the thing yeah, is, I totally, I totally understand why Moriarty had to go because he's in the, he's only in one book, and he's only in well, one right. movie. Here, without without <laughs> spoiling the, new but episode, I love that actor so fucking uh, much. Oh, he's great. No, he's absolutely fantastic. Like um, so much. He's here's so good. Here's what I will say. And I about love this. him and Benedict together. Like they're, they have mm. such amazing chemistry. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And you, I think you're gonna you'll miss that, but. This season is going to be increasingly darker, I think, which uh-huh. is which is great. I think like where it's going, I think is going to be really good for the show, and we'll set it apart from the more bittersweet, melancholy tone of Doctor Who, which releases okay. in spring. Oh yeah, I haven't seen um, the Christmas special yet. This Christmas special was fun, but it was more of a one-off Actually, episode. It wasn't really a Christmas seen, special. Mm-hmm. I haven't so seen much. the last half of last season yet. You should watch it because Peter Capaldi is. So good. I like him. Is the doctor the last thing that uh, that is it the 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 day the really long day? Oh, if that the, makes sense to you. What, I thought uh, that was spoiling it for Dan of what of Doctor Who. Doctor Who before this Christmas special. It's the, the last thing we've seen are the husbands of River Song. I know, which was that Christmas. No, no, like, but yeah, but about that's but, but that ends with the really long day. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, yes, yes. And yes. I know. And I know. Yeah, and I'm not spoiling. I know. Yeah. Claire bites it. I, is it Claire? Do we have anymore? Clara. Clara. Right? Yeah. No, uh, I know she bites it, but I don't remember. I don't know. It just. I don't know if she does it at the end of the season or in that. Uh, watch. Watch River the last song. half. And then I do want to see the River Song one just because it, River Song is back. <laughs> it's last year's Christmas special was a great Christmas special, and that that one was more of a Christmas special can those, than this year's. Can you son of a bitches bring back Captain Jack Harkness? What the fuck is wrong with you? Maybe they will. God damn I don't know. It. I don't know. Okay, Let so, Torchwood go away, and now you won't bring him back. Here's okay. So real quick, bring Torchwood back. Here's the one other thing with Sherlock. So you said Moriarty. You wish he was back. What I will say is, I assume you're like the actor. No, I know. I know the actor. <laughs> the actor is great. Uh, so what I would say is maybe the idea of uh, Moriarty as one person is not necessarily accurate. Maybe Moriarty is more of a title, and it doesn't matter. Who holds the title as long as they? Yeah, but that means they the continue <laughs> the plan of Moriarty. Right. So it, it could be kind. Moriarty of... Moriarty like, is a society, and that's what they did with he, the Joker. He's a symbol. He's yeah. Or, well, or Batman too. I mean, Batman. Has... No, Batman is Bruce Wayne, and, and, and will always be Bruce okay, Wayne. Okay, sorry, Christopher Nolan. The, the Batman is a symbol. So <laughs> or Terry McGinnis. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, man, that was a great. Batman Beyond was great. I don't care what anyone says. So Josh anyway, Moore would have been slapping us all in the face. By Sherlock, now. we watch Sherlock. I will watch Sherlock. Watch Sherlock. <laughs> Hashtag two two one. Bring it now before Kyle falls asleep. We need to say goodbye to everyone. Sorry. So um, hopefully we have Mr. Moorhead back next week because we didn't get to. We, it's been almost a month and we have not been able to talk about Rogue One. And I know all of us are itching. It was so good. To talk about That's it. That's all I'll and, say right uh, now. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a bombshell on here right here so we can talk about it next time. 
I liked it better than Force Awakens. <gasps> I am Wait, Daniel so Villalobos. Next to me is... <laughs> Kyle Bound. Next to him? Joshua Potter. I also do love The Force Awakens, people. When I say that, I just meant I liked just it better. It, but it's fine. next time. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs>